G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. We chug a chug on through life and pretty soon we're running on empty. And then we try filling up with all sorts of different things. But running on the wrong fuel can have disastrous consequences. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome to the program. Today we're going to be taking a look at the power of the Holy Spirit in your life from a different perspective. And do stay tuned because in just a few minutes I'll be telling you about the powerful prayer that could be coming your way to help you through whatever you happen to be dealing with in your life just at the moment. In a world that's hungering for some sort of um, authentic spiritual reality, it just blows me away that God has a plan. He's always had a plan. That plan is to pour his spirit out on us, his Holy Spirit, a flood tide of his life, his love, his presence, rivers of living water, an overflow of abundance. You think I'm going a bit over the top? Well, they're God's words, not mine. Sometimes in our day-to-day desert existence, we get a puny view of God and his plan, but that doesn't change the fact that God is a God of overflowing abundance. And the biggest blessing of all is to be so immersed in Him, in His Holy Spirit, that we can't wipe the smile off our face and the jubilation out of our hearts. That's why He urges us, go on, go on being filled with the Holy Spirit. We all go through times in our lives when God seems a long way off. And the further away He seems, the smaller He looks. The day-to-day reality crowds our vision. God ends up being a small speck somewhere in the landscape. You know what I'm talking about. Recently, I had a large job to do. It was a huge job. Now, I'm involved full-time in this ministry of Christianity Works, but I still do some IT consulting work because it helps us to cover the costs of producing these radio programs. Now, for four months, I worked 12 hours a day and had literally only about three days off that whole time. Now, don't try this at home. It's not a balanced existence. It's not to be recommended, and you can't sustain that sort of thing. But it was a season. It was something that I had to travel through. Fatigue and exhaustion really knock you around, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I have to tell you, some days, God felt like he was a long, long way away. So what does it mean, go on being filled with the Holy Spirit, it's easy to say, but, but when life's not easy, we don't feel very spiritual. Some days, maybe we even despair. Where is God? Well, what does it mean to be filled with the Holy Spirit when life's tough? Because that's exactly the time that we do need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. There's an interesting story of Jesus when he's ministering and Jairus, the leader of the synagogue, whose daughter is dying, comes to him. There's crowds everywhere and he presses through and says, my daughter's dying, quick, I need you to come. 
But there's this other person, this woman, this woman who's been bleeding for 12 years. She's unclean. She's an outcast. She spent all her money on doctors. She's in absolute despair. She hears that Jesus is in town. This is what she does. When Jesus crossed back over by the boat from the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him while he was at the lake. Then one of the synagogue rulers named Jairus came there. He saw Jesus and fell at his feet and pleaded earnestly with him, My little girl's dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she'll be healed and live. So Jesus went with him, and this large crowd followed and pressed around him. And a woman was there who'd been bleeding for 12 years. She'd suffered so much under the care of so many doctors, and she'd spent all she had. Instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and just touched his cloak because she thought, if I can just touch his clothes, I'll be healed. Immediately, her bleeding stopped, and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once, Jesus realised that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? These disciples went, Come on, there's a whole crowd pressing in against you. And you ask, Who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who'd done it. And then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and trembling with fear. She told him the whole story. He said to her daughter, your faith has healed you. Go on, go in peace and be freed from your suffering. That power that flowed out of Jesus when she touched him in faith was the power of the Holy Spirit. And a small, desperate seed of faith is all it took. It was an act of of sheer desperation. Just a single touch and a desperate faith. Go on being filled with the Holy Spirit. Paul writes that, the Apostle, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. He says, don't get drunk on wine. It leads to debauchery. Instead, go on being filled with the Holy Spirit. Speak to one another in psalms and hymns and and sing spiritual songs and sing and make music in your heart to God, always giving thanks to the Father for everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We can try and fill ourselves with all sorts of stuff. Here Paul says, "Don't, don't try and fill up with wine. That's not where it's at. Shopping doesn't soothe your soul. Winning at work doesn't make you happy. Don't chase after all those things. Instead... Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Do things like reading God's Word and and singing hymns and songs and, and making music to God in your heart. You know, God's given us the ability to sing in our hearts. Maybe, maybe you haven't got such a great voice. I don't know. That's okay. God loves your voice. When you and I worship Him from our hearts, when we sing, when we say, praise you, God, we just sing a melody in our hearts. God is overjoyed because we're worshipping him. And that's how we end up getting filled with the Spirit, by doing the simple things of drawing close to him every day. Just the simple, basic things. Spending just a little bit of quiet time every day, praying and asking him and bringing our needs and worshipping him. He says in his word, if we draw close to him, he will draw close to us. My experience is that every day I need to do that. Because every day I get filled with his spirit afresh. And I pour that out to other people. Other people benefit from that. I get to the end of the day and I think, I need some more of what God's got. I'm I'm addicted 
to the Holy Spirit. I'm addicted to his joy and peace and, and his wonder and awe. Be filled with the Spirit. Deliberately do the things that will reach out and touch Jesus. Press through the crowd and the clutter of everyday life, through adversity and pain, and worship him anyway. Pray anyway. Make a melody in your heart to him anyway. Lord, I don't feel like worshipping you today, but I will anyway. God seems so small on those days, such a long way off, and our faith feels so small, like the size of a mustard seed. But what happens? What happens when we reach out through the crowd and the clutter with, with just the smallest bit of desperate faith and touch him? Immediately Jesus felt the power go out of him. The Holy Spirit, day after day, wants to do that as we touch Jesus. We do the little things to draw close to him. He will draw close to us, to fill us day by day, to flow through us, to refill us, to flow out, to refill us. In the process, to be changed, healed, transformed. That's the plan for the Holy Spirit and you. to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at powerfulprayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.